Agut Ner Shabbos, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem Shir, number 66 in the Sfarim of Rav Zalek Pliskin. We're in the Sefer on Serenity, about Menucha Sanefesh, Yishavadas, peace of mind. And um, one thing that holds us back from having peace of mind is worrying about something that may go wrong. And actually, things often do go wrong, meaning not according to plan. So, yeah, you know, people ask naturally, how could you be so calm? Something may go wrong, and I have to be nervous uh, because things don't always work out the way that I want it to. And, um, you know, unless I'm sure that it'll happen a certain way, it's inevitable that I'm going to be anxious. And what um, Rev. Zalapliskin points out here, that while it is true something may go wrong or not according to plan, but... He says a fascinating idea that's really something that we don't often think about. Where is there a law in the universe saying that you can't have menuchas anethesh and can't be calm in the present just because something may later go wrong? And the truth is, is there's no law assuring, forbidding human beings to be calm and serene even when one when something does go wrong. So... Obviously, it's a twofold um, strategy. Number one is, of course, you could plan ahead to make sure to prevent things from going wrong. And you you plan ahead, you figure options out, work on improving things, and in case something may go wrong, you have a, a backup plan or you have a contingency plan. And But all of this could still be done with a menuchas anefesh and a peace of mind. And... Um, that is really a key, and it takes work, but it is something worthwhile mastering to be able to maintain and have the ability to be serene and calm, regardless of how things turn out. And once a person um, develops this, he'll never be nervous in advance, worrying something may not work out, because even if it does not work out, you'll still be calm. So... Um, you know, some people think that if they're too relaxed, um, even more things will go wrong. But um, the truth is, and he gives an example someone gave, you know, when, when if you don't fix a small leak in a ship, the whole ship will sink, right? So you have to fix even the small things. So the response to that is, the sailor is calm. He can fix the leak regardless, so let him fix it with a calmness. And... Um, so basically, that's the idea. The idea is is to try your best to try to be serene and calm, plan ahead, but when things don't go exactly as planned, to know how to handle it in a calm way and to prepare yourself from that. And another thing that's important that he brings down is the balance between having compassion and menuchas anefesh. Because sometimes you think it's counter, you know, counterbalancing one another. Because compassion is when you worry about someone else and you mitzar in someone else's tsar and you share their suffering and you and and you really really feel their pain. That's what noisaboilim chaveira is. How do you do that with menuchas anefesh? Isn't that the opposite of menuchas anefesh? And the truth is no. The truth is is that we could have a calm inner um, self and be fully, fully compassionate to, to have kind words, to help people when they suffer so that they feel better, to lighten their burden, to emulate HaKadosh Baruch Hu that way.
Now, the truth is, is if you over uh, excessive amounts of compassion is overwhelming, so you need a balance. So you know this, uh, people that are doctors, nurses, Hatzola members, they all care deeply about the people that they're treating and that they're helping, but they learn how to develop a certain balance of a certain serenity, a certain inner calmness as they're working towards helping a person. That's the only way they could actually help the person. Um, so that is really a, 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 a fascinating concept where you need to know this balance. If someone shuts off their emotions completely and they're like just calm just for the sake of being calm and without caring about other people, obviously you're on the wrong track. Other people that they're compassion to the extent where they feel extreme distress, that's really not a healthy thing. But to, to feel some distress is indeed a healthy feeling. That's what, you know, in, in the time of the three weeks and Yemitzar, Bitzaras, and Shal Yisrael, and Yemitzabal, Yerushalayim, and Yezrech to see the Nechama because of that. That's a certain compassion towards Am Yisrael, towards the Golas Hashchena. All this is beautiful, but it could also be done with a Menuchas HaNefesh. Even Avelis, Cholila, shouldn't happen to anybody, but that also could be done with a Menuchas HaNefesh. So that is really a work that is. Um, not so simple because it requires a balance. If you're overly compassionate without any any borders, um, you'll it'll 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 affect your health and you won't be able to help much. Uh, at the same time, if you uh, put yourself in a bubble and self protected bubble and you don't care about anyone else, obviously that's not a good thing either. So there's a way to to have a proper balance of having rahmanis, having compassion, but at the same time constantly be in with a menucha sanefesh. Now, this is a, a sad anecdote, um, but I think for people who um, were ill, hopefully everyone's well, but if they went through a terminal illness, or if they're in the middle of it, or they pulled out of it, they could relate to this. So this is a very important thing to know, and that's why I'm sharing it here. So he says as follows, someone in later stages of a terminal illness told me, many people who have known me when I was well have shied away from me. In other words, once he became ill, the people that he used to be close to like slowly moved away from him. And I understand what their feelings were since I have to admit that I was in the similar situation in the past. When I used to visit a terminally ill person, I didn't know what to say. I didn't think that anything I could do or say would make a difference. I also used to pull away. But now that I have become ill for a while, I have a different perspective now. Because I don't expect anyone to do them, everyone to do the impossible. And when I speak to someone who truly cares about me, it makes me feel better. And even when total strangers say nice things to me, coming from the heart, it's very precious to me. It's not that I want anyone to have pity on me or that they I don't want them to think that I'm essentially different than them just because I'm ill, but the serene, normal compassion of others help me helps me be more calm myself. And this is what I need most right now. So for people who... Um, shouldn't happen to anybody but someone who is suffering from these type of illnesses it's very important to do your best not to shy away but to embrace and to treat them with compassion and respect another thing that also holds back serenity is perfectionism if you wait till you're perfect before you allow yourself to experience menuchas anefesh you'll never experience menuchas anefesh so you have to allow yourself not to be perfect 
You have to allow yourself sometimes when you're nervous, it's a tense situation. So as you're working on Menuch HaSanefesh, you give yourself a pat on the back and you give yourself understanding. Because to be honest with you, it is very, very true. There are days, let's say, at work where things are calm, it's a quieter day, and it's easier to have a menucha sanefesh, a serenity. Then there are other days where there's deadlines and 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 it's and and there's falling behind at work, and there's a lot of stuff going on, so it's a little harder. You feel the stress level more. It takes more work and effort to have a menucha sanefesh, but you can't expect to be perfect. It has its ups and downs, and any time you develop a certain calmness, even when a situation is um, tense. You should give yourself a pat on the back and consider yourself a success. Don't think just because you have some nervousness inside you're a failure. That's not good. There's no such thing. It's not healthy to have this either-or thinking um, because you're not either failing or being perfect. You're not a zero or a hundred. And sometimes, in a, let's say you're, it's a very, you know you're going into a tense situation. Maybe, you know, pride yourself when you on a scale from 1 to 100 are an 80 or an 85 or even a 75 and so on you feel proud of every accomplishment you make in the 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 doing the best you can to be as calm as possible without expecting to be perfect and that's in general it's a separate really it's a separate parsha to talk about this of the dangers and the hazards of of perfectionism and we need to learn how to combat that and to learn how to achieve and accomplish, of course, and to want to plan things and do things as best as you could, but not to be a perfectionism because that really affects one's health and it creates a constant state of tension and it causes illnesses and nervousness and we have to combat it and treat ourselves with compassion as we try to strive higher and so that's a key also. The key of serenity is to give up on your perfectionism. And then, going back to the what we said about something may go wrong, what we talked about earlier, he has a chapter here that says, to plan, yes, you plan, but worry, no. You don't worry. There's a famous... Um, I just remember a little bit of this letter from the first Baba Vareba of Shloyma, meaning the Shloyma from Europe. There's some Shloyma... Um, that was in America all these years after World War II. His father was Ben Sian, who was killed at in the war. And his father, I think, I believe, was the first of Shlaima, which is the first Baba Rebbe. He wrote letters. And one of the letters he writes there is about people who had these um, worries about Parnassa and Tirdus. So I forgot the exact wording of the whole letter, but he put down beautifully. He says, Yes, Ishtadlis, you have to do. Hashem wants that. Sometimes, you know, like like Ramignol always said, money doesn't fall uh, from the trees. You have to do your shtadlis. You have to work, and sometimes you have to put in effort. Sometimes there's a little, um, you know, pecha, um, right? It takes effort. But daiga mi Who permitted you to worry? Now, of course, it's not always easy. And we need to understand that. we The future is unknown. We don't know the future. We have to trust Hashem and do the best we can. And no matter how much we plan, things may not work out the way that we would have wished. But no matter how much you worry or anxious, it's not going to change anything. Therefore, you have to realize that. The only thing that could change is, I'll do my normal ishtadlis, and the rest is up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so we need to think about 
the future in a calm way, which means we have to force ourselves not to worry, because worry causes us to waste present moments with the distress about what may happen in the future, may not happen in the future, and 99% or not, certainly 95% of what you were worried about never ever happened. And Ezochachamarayasanoilid, you take action to prevent problems from happening and to improve situations, but you always do it with a calm way, thinking clearly about the wisest course of action and not worrying, doing your best not to worry. Of course, it's easier said than done. It's easy in a share to say, don't worry. And it's not easy to turn your mind always from the thoughts that worry you. One aid says to focus on gratitude, Takadosh Baruch Hu, for all the Tavis he does for you, to focus on joy, focus about your happy moments, focus on the goals you want to accomplish, focus on your best moments in the past, your favorite states of mind in the past, and focus on one thing at a time, Step, take one step at a time, one thought at a time, and that will automatically free you from worry. Thoughts pop in, you disregard it, put your mind to the next thought, and so on and so forth. And um, he brings an anecdote here about someone who ran a very large business and uh, was micromanaging it to a point where uh, he was so worried about everything that could go wrong. Doctor warned him, warned him that it's ruining his health. But he explained, I'm a big businessman, I can't slow down. Too many people depend on me. And um, he recommended him to speak to another person. And uh, this other person that he spoke to, also a big businessman, said as follows, I can't afford to waste my time and energy on worrying. Too many people depend on me. And my well-being affects the lives of others. So I owe it to them to stay calm and plan with a clear head. And that changed my attitude, and I did the same. Now, I know this is tricky, because you see people that accomplish a lot. I'm amazed. There's certain businessmen and certain mechanchim, certain rabbeim, that certain, somehow had this, this um, inner calmness about them, despite the fact that they had a huge, huge burden on them of responsibility of what they had to do. Rav Pam was an excellent example of that. Revik de Miller was an example of that. The others, and then businessmen also. There's some that they accomplish tremendous amount. They don't waste time. Every you know, every moment is measured, and they go. They make big business deals and everything. And so they're not just sitting back. They're working and they're thinking and they're calculating and they're doing all the shtablis that they need to do. And yet, somehow, they are able to have a presence of mind of a certain calmness about them. And that's something we could daven for. Like we always said, we're going to be Messiah over here, that at the chonin of das, when you ask for sanity, das, you also ask in there for menucha sanefesh. That's a healthy, clear mind. And you ask for it. You ask for it at Kodesh Baruch Hu three times a day, 24-6, like we say, because Shabbos we don't say the middle brachas of Shemayin Yisrael. So at least 24-6, you daven at the chaynin l'adam das, please give me chachma being of a das, and part of your kavana is, part of having a clear das is to have menuchas ha-nefesh. Please help me achieve that goal. Hatzloch and bracha, have a wonderful Shabbos.